0: Welcome to the podcast, season seven, episode nine. And uh, we didn't have the most auspicious start. We had a power cut already, but we we are all here. And today we're going to be talking about our favorite training techniques, how we like to program both for ourselves and our clients. And I guess I'll just preface this with how a lot of people still think like muscle confusion is a thing and you know that you need to change things up so that you know the the body doesn't plateau and that is just not true we'll get into that but you know your body does get used to whatever type of training that you do and so you do need to change it you need to change the stimulus and this is not Mm. weekly and every coach does it slightly different Um, You know, in terms of how they program different sort of training techniques. And I think we did a, I think we did a podcast a while ago on like, did we do one? I think it was like on, you know, different, um, like how you train different energy systems as well. So I, did we do that or or it was a post on Instagram? Anyway, we we can, we can touch on it. It was a podcast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I think that's really important to understand, like, and as we always, always say, like you want to, you know, have a particular goal that you're, you're training towards. Um, so yeah, I guess, gents, if you want to kick it off, maybe tell us what, uh, you're doing at the moment or your training style philosophies. And well, I know ours are pretty similar. Well, all of ours are pretty similar.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the core training philosophy for all of us is progressive overload.
0: Yeah,
1: it is. You know, it's just you know because that's actually what works. Um, yeah, you know, to, to build, where you can mess around with that once you've got enough muscle to enough to worry about adding muscle. Yeah, but, you know if you're like two hundred you know seventy pounds walking around, you probably don't need to. You know, you're lean, you don't need to have any fat. So, um. Yeah, it's that point. Progressive overloads for principle as I said to you guys before, you know, with me and my clients I'm working on yeah, you know, not for every client but for ones who've got certain like aesthetic goals, training goals, uh, similar to mine, <clears throat> sort of with more bodybuild focus, working on a a nine week kind fire of every program with D where it progresses the volume progresses over course so you know weeks one and two
2: you know
1: top sets drop off sets. you know find where where you know you are when progressing the reps from there weeks two and three we start adding drop sets in um again adding a bit more volume but the weight relatively stays the same of course what you're looking to do is progress the reps rather than the weight then um, after week four, we've got week five deload. Week six and seven, we bring the drop sets back in, but slightly less volume than week, uh, yeah, it's a similar to week three, probably week three, you go back to the sort of week three area of strength. Hit your reps, so you still got rep ranges. So yeah, over those two weeks, you're gonna try and add one more rep, then you going to the deload then. Uh, so that's, yeah, so that's week six and seven. From weeks 8 and 9, we had some strip sets in, which are, you know, so we, we cut back the amount of sets, but we were working all out, accumulated fatigue. So, yeah, you know, weeks 8 and 9 are really tough. So then we get into week 10, so which is the deload. And as I say to so a lot of the guys and girls who do it, is take a few days off rather than deloading if you can. If you need gym for your mental health, go in and just do, I might do those things to do one set of, mm. not like a weight, just to give you something to do, rather than actually trying to have a, a session. Yeah. yeah. Do a bit of fatigue. But, uh, but yeah, it's been working really well, you know, working well with me, and I like, can get be consistent. I'm a bit inconsistent because of work, but back into, well, I have periods of, like, being very consistent, and then have to travel. And it depends where I am. If it's a gym, you know. But no, yeah, you know, been pretty good recently. Um, so I'm looking forward to, you know, that. And it is working. And you know, I'm at like two hundred and ten pounds. Know, growing still. But mm. you know, we'll, we'll see. But um, clients will find it may beneficial. They enjoy it. You know, the intensity. Um. You know, various splits. Some, you know, some is, like with me. I just do a push pull legs, rest, repeat. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, you know, I, I find a rest day when I need it. So I start two rest days. I just work out when I feel most mm-hmm. fatigued. for it mm-hmm. Um. So I've got a couple of clients doing just push pull legs. Then others because they like to have a five day. They their push pull legs and lower,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then I've got you know people various people in different places doing everything from uh, guys are in on Hajj in Saudi Arabia doing body weight training progressively in the hotel rooms you know You're like you know, so with body weight like with body weight circuits you know really increase the amount of times you go around progressively mm-hmm. so still progressing it's not you know mainly to keep them in a good place.
3: we were doing so well yeah. we were doing so well
0: let's just give Andy a couple of
3: that's a standard procedure a couple
0: not. of seconds to to come back <laughs> oh, hi Andy sorry yeah. you kind of six, froze that. you
3: did well six minutes six without, minutes yeah.
1: oh you guys froze so to me so oh okay
3: six minutes <laughs> no problem
1: So, so no talk about guys at heart so yeah. with uh, body weight you can progress it mm. so and that's pretty much where we're at but like yeah the principles for programming, I keep saying, you know, progressively overload. Get as close to failure as you can and recover from. Mm-hmm. Volume set at something that you can recover from. And, you know, when we, well, first I first started doing progressive weeks, I noticed sometimes we were getting really bad DOMS and mm-hmm. fatigued. So I just dialed down the volume to find where the sweet spot is. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the key. It's like, if you're programming for yourself, so there is going to be a bit of experimentation on yeah. like where your tea
0: yeah. fresh is and just tweaking it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's an art, isn't it? It's much easier for yourself. Like, with clients, it's a bit harder to kind of find out yeah. where it is, like you say, if they know how to push themselves. Um, yeah. yeah. What about you?
3: Uh, well, uh, currently I'm doing upper-lower which I think most of my clients are doing. It just, I feel because yeah. I've, uh, I've programmed full body training for mostly beginners and then push full legs or push pull legs, upper lower rotational when guys get stronger. But I find the sweet spots to just be like upper lower, even personally because after I did uh coaching with like JP, we did push full legs and, also he he trans he used to play around with the upper lower on some days and personally i just feel like in terms of split upper lower is it's it's almost perfect it just it's it's for most people because it's four days out of seven and you can either um one thing i never do is i never program three days in a row so two days max then maybe rest or you can do one rest so different clients, different jobs, different priorities. It's You have four days out of seven. You can, you know, you can switch it up. However, as long as you're able to do the four days. And also personally, it, it just works. It's just worked well because recently started doing face to face. So my timing sort of changed. So it wasn't like I can train Monday, Tuesday, rest Wednesday, then Thursday, Friday anymore. It, it just It changes, so upper lower seems to work perfect because it's, you know, I just have to make sure four days of the week, don't train more than two consecutive one, recover well and get four days done as intensely as possible. And yeah, for me, I, I enjoy the, obviously Andy said progressive overload, that's one, but when it comes to like, as a style of training i I like high intensity training but that's for me personally so even clients as much as we do high intensity with clients it's harder to gauge if they're pushing themselves so it's more experimenting with volume first and then when they start telling you man yeah yeah, like I, i i woke up and i didn't feel like waking up i you know, you get the idea. Okay, crap! I, I, I that, those two yeah. extra sets were not a good idea. <laughs>
1: well, Someone said I have to like a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, a, like, yeah. I went down yeah. Yeah.
3: You start thinking, "Oh crap! Maybe, maybe that extra set wasn't." Yeah. So, it's like you say, it takes a while with clients finding that sweet, I'd say, volume spot because. They, some are pushing themselves, you know, you try give them the RPE, RIR, and, you know, you just it can never be sure. true to
1: that, like, yeah. people, unless you really know, you know, they exactly. have your own experience. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm like you, I, I, I do it myself, to myself, that's why I have a job set yeah. but I also know, and the reason I, I started the way I did is for that main reason, not knowing how intense clients are doing, so yeah. like, adding extra make it more voluminous across for ten weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a good chance I know by week, eight and nine we should definitely be yeah, finding where like true true failures are. Yeah. Uh, you know and as saying like even for me, I tried to do a training block and program for someone else. I had to take some exercises out. Mm-hmm. Because for me, where I lift it heavier than them, we accumulate fatigue across the session, I was like, you know, you know dragging myself from station to station to lift for weights or whatever and i was getting like pretty weak by the end of it i was like all right so next time i do up I'll pull that one now mm-hmm. yeah. myself because you know, you know probably not need as much so that's the thing it's experimentation with myself i love your upper and lower splits i love yeah you know i use those for clubs i also about on an accessory day sometimes do mm-hmm. upper and lower Yes. Rest up a lot of rest, and if they want to do something on the weekend, it's not yeah. sure. day yes, yes. You, if you feel you want to go to the gym on your Saturday morning or whatever, or extra day Sunday morning, just go do accessories, go mess around with your arms and some weird delts and stuff just to be. Active.
3: Yeah, actually, yeah, I do the same. If, yeah, because you find some clients maybe like two, three weekends during the month, they feel like, ah, I'm, I'm free, it's Saturday, I could go do something. So yeah, I, I throw in, yeah, accessories, or depending on how they've pushed the week, maybe like a conditioning or sort of a metron yeah. style, which at the, even the next day, you know, when the client's checking in, they're like, oh, I feel, it's not like, oh, I feel beat up, or because I guess the accessory, it's not for you, it's more...
1: No, it's not if fatiguing, pump, yeah, you yeah. can even make a mobility session, yes, mm. it yes, doesn't yes. even have to be actually an accessory, you can do a mobility or stretch session, yeah. I just do it because some people like to be in the gym on that Yeah, that's they are used to doing, so you know, yeah, have
3: an extra, two yeah. You know, yeah, but yeah. personally, those in when it comes to splits, the upper lower and having like, you know, upper one, upper two lower one lower two where it's different variations because also it keeps the clients you know not feeling feeling like they're not doing the same thing over and over because maybe they did a hack squat variation on lower one then lower two you have leg press with a bit of rest pause or something so i like that one and also the push pull legs rotational style where Mm. sort of week one week two you're also doing the same thing like upper one, upper two, it's rotational, but you're still progressing in terms of all the exercises you're doing in each rotation. So taking in um, in mind your numbers, your recovery and all that. So, Yeah. And I think and it's that like recovery that's the hardest
1: thing. You, you know, when you're coaching, is, you can't, you're not mind minor, you can't feel what they're feeling. Yeah. But a lot of people don't realize what their feeling is for Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So you've been told that's how you're meant to feel, you know, how you're meant to be, or, you know, they they can't quite work work it out if you maybe it's, oh yeah, I've just not been sleeping well, Yeah, but maybe you're not sleeping well because of of the training, you know, or because of, you know, you need to have your carbs up, Mm -hmm. you know.
3: Yeah, because you do get that a lot. It's like, oh, the session was good. I pushed hard, but I didn't sleep well. Woke up tired, but but I can still do this. Yeah. I can still do today's training. Exactly. Yeah, it's like... But no days off. No
1: days off, Yeah, Some days off yeah. 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 <laughs> People been, sort of head that lie. Yeah. But know it's whatever you can recover from. I like, yeah, I, I love listening to um, Dan McNabb, Big Nasty one of the best UK Bobby mm. bodybuilders. Yeah. He yeah. he's trained with uh, you yeah, know, Dorian Yates and Alex Spales and Leroy Davis and and he only trains now I think about three times a week. because mm. wow. he can't recover. He's about like thirty six so he just can't recover from big hit sessions like he used to but he's still progressing for mm. training three times a week because he's able to recover. He says if he's feeling good he might do a fourth session. But mm. you know, it's only if because he you know he sleeps terrible. You know, uh, when he's training out. Like, he's like you know, what's the point in you, know, you, you get the most out of sessions you do well then get the most out of every session you can do but only do a, enough sessions that you can recover from so if that's three a week do three a week but make sure those three
3: they count, yeah. are
1: flat out sessions really hard you know no junk volume in there because mm. otherwise you won't get much out of it but, but then if you're going that hard you do need for
3: Well, yeah, the rest of recovery. Yeah, that's that's one thing that personally took me a long time to learn because I was used to the bro split five days a week. You must do Monday to Friday kind of thing where it's high volume. You're not really getting to failure, but you're still getting tired. And then switching to where I'm thinking three to four days, you know, sort of balls to the wall and by the time you're on day three, you're thinking, I have one extra day tomorrow, but if I train tomorrow, I'm finished the next two days. So, you know, you start thinking differently. You start, you rather than think, you know, in Mondays to Sundays, you're thinking in, you know, uh, did I recover well? Did I sleep well? You know, get an extra rest tomorrow, then train the next day. Like it's, It's, and I guess it's what we try to do with our clients where if I've programmed tomorrow, but you're feeling like, man, I am destroyed, you know, come to coach and be like, man, I'm destroyed. Yeah. What do you think about a rest tomorrow? And, and I find the maximum five days, but the four days works well because you have three days to sort of play around and input, rest, and recovery sessions in between the four days, in the seven yeah, days. so for me, I love a flow, I love a flowering rest day, because, like, for instance,
1: uh, like, I did push, pull, legs, rest, did yes. uh, push, pull, rest. then rested, then did legs, but yesterday, I was meant to do a push session, so I was like, I'm still a bit fatigued. I think I'll take an extra rest day, my legs are a bit tight still, you yeah. know, so I took an extra rest day, so I can then hit the push, pull tomorrow. So I actually quite like bolting unless they and after the legs.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, because yes, actually yes. that's
1: what, yeah, the most fatigue. can I mean, get to push and pull together then rest. But I actually seem to need more rest periods yeah. after legs. So,
3: yeah. I used to do, because uh, when I trained with JP I used to do push, pull, rest, legs. I'd be finished. So I remember Claire suggested starting pull. You know, do pull then push. So there's more rest between the pulling which i think
2: exactly. mm-hmm.
3: yeah because we did the lower back loading on like a push day and then legs there was no like posterior chain or lower back loading so yeah, on, pull. It, on pull day sorry yeah so it gave me yeah. l- enough time to rest because i i used to be finished because it's pulled and rest then i'm like legs again and there's that oh man like before the session you're you're it's always, it's kind of good to be nervous and scared, but it's not, it's that one of like, am I, am I ready kind of, and yet you've had a full rest, so, I, I, switch to Yeah, I, I, so I you know, pull I the same push. with, like, how I do, because I like RDLs, so I tend to have RDLs on
1: a late day, like, yeah. if it's too close to my, so I always do push-pull, yeah, I pull-push, no yeah, I do pull-push, push. Push, pull. so push um, you know, I yeah, get enough rest days, so I keep a pull away from the legs, the legs as much yeah. as possible. Because of, uh, you know, the uh, whole posterior chain, because I love to throw my RDLs in. And then there's a lot of, yeah, although I, I normally throw, do a lot of bent rows, at the moment I'm doing, change that exercise up like from like OT um, barbell rows to meadow rows at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah a change up. but, yeah. Yeah, and as I say to clients, yeah, you won't see vast changes from program to program, mm. but you will see changes in intensity. sense that I will switch out exercises but keep the movement pattern almost the same.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly.
2: So it yeah.
1: feels like you're know, doing the same thing, but actually, there's some tweaks there.
0: Yeah. i yours. Well, your I, I, I think <laughs> I love programming, it's so fun, and I always think. You know even you as the client if you're asking your coach like why am i doing this if they can't tell you that's not a good program (laughs) like you need to be able to say exactly why you've put in everything Mm -hmm. and why because you know it's all about yeah working different stimuli like you don't need to change it that often um and I, i like it obviously depends on the client like if know if it is a beginner like often you do need to just work on overall metabolic conditioning because they don't know how to push themselves and Mm -hmm. you know they're still learning movements and things like that and a lot of it is you know changing that mindset because so many people come and they're like you know in the questionnaire I'll be like so how many days can you dedicate to training and many of them are like seven Seven. yeah (laughs) I'm like wow okay we're gonna have to work pull that back quite a bit you know and you know like we said Full body is such a like a great one to start with mm-hmm. and you know so start even with three days a week and again for you to kind of understand what you can recover from and it's still nice to put in some sort of overall cardio uh yeah. you know sorry cardio for overall health in there so i do like to start sometimes with that metabolic conditioning again it's not it's not like high intensity interval training or anything like that that is not what metabolic conditioning it is it, it can be like true hiit has its place and again that's i would say more for i would say more intermediate t- trainees who who again are you know eating at maintenance or a surplus um but i like to so i'll put in some of that and If it's a metabolic conditioning block, it's not for long. It's generally like just a two or three week one because it is hard. It is hard. And, you know, then I like to move into kind of more of a just an accumulation block. So a bit more volume. And again, for, you know, clients who are relatively new, like we've said, they don't necessarily know how to push themselves too much. So it it will just be more volume there. And then I do like sort of dedicated strength blocks as well, um, where we are focusing on lower rep ranges. And I like that for women because they find it so, so hard. Like if you give them a rep range of like, you know, let's say seven to ten, they'll always do ten. I'm like, come on now, let's, you know, let's try and push these, you know, push these lower reps. Um, So I like to go between those those kind of three blocks. And again, just depending on the goal, and you know a real mixture of rep ranges in there like i said for some people you know if you program 7 they just don't know how to push the weight for 7 and yeah. it's just not hard and you're like you, you so it does take time to to work up to that so you know getting in some volume first but also some women have only kind of done the sort of strength rep ranges, the lower ones. So for them, you know, you want to challenge their system a bit and be like, okay, let's add in some more volume. And so, and always looking at, you know, recovery and where you are, are you in a deficit? Are you at maintenance? Like your training is not gonna change that much, you know, if it's a maintenance or deficit, but you know, cardio and things like that will monkeys oh my goodness trying to come in the window um so i mean for, for, for myself like it's been i really love the upper lower split again like leon i do that for most of my clients i don't have i've had a few do push pull legs but you know it again a lot of them just like the structure and the week they know when their rest days are you know especially if they've got kids and just, you know, cause they want the weekend off to mm. be with them. So that seems to work really well yeah. and you know, push pull legs yeah. is, is, is great, but sometimes, you know, the rest days just, it can be, it can be hard to plan. And for some people like planning is everything, like just having mm. that all scheduled in. And I mean, I, I've just done a block of three, three, just three days a week. I did that for six weeks and it was hard in a way it was harder than like upper lower because you, you're you still h- hitting every every body part <laughs> and then having one day's rest and then doing it again
3: yeah i used to live in the gym i'm like you're, you're not finishing yeah, it, is hard.
0: it <laughs> was so hard i was like oh my goodness i think i was recovering better on my upper lower <laughs> split than this one yeah. but, it, but it just goes to show you can still progress on that um and but I do like the upper-lower split. Oh, yeah. And like, for me, I've done a lot, I've spent a lot of time in lower rep ranges, like and just two sets. So I'm doing a higher volume block, and wow, yeah, the DOMS are insane. Like mm-hmm. My body is definitely completely adapted to the style of training I was doing. So, you know, you do need to change it a bit. So this, yeah, like, but for me, high volume is three sets, Man. max four. <laughs> and like, doing 12 reps feels like cardio. Um, so I, I, I think it's, you know, it is important to, to change your rep ranges. If you're someone who is always doing like three times 10 to 12,
2: yeah.
0: you know, you're, you're probably going to plateau at some point. You need to push because each system can complement each other. Like spending time doing metabolic conditioning is going to make your body way more effective at like dealing, you know, with high intensity work and like. Getting rid of all your waste products, and that can have carryover benefits to hypertrophy and strength training. And likewise, spending time in a strength block means you can lift more weight when you go back to higher volume. So, you know, it is it is key to understand the energy systems that you're working.
3: Yeah, it's like um... yeah, and I yeah, you know, I often
1: I'll even put a fifteen to twenty minute set in, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. some sets in because you know, especially yeah, you know, to mix it up because. Actually different people will respond differently to different volume
2: ranges. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You don't know the thing is being a coach, you don't know. Yeah.
2: You're
1: not you know, we cannot see personal DNA if you know, genetically yeah. predisposed yeah. to. So you've always got to hedge your bets across sessions with various ranges. Yeah, because, you know, and mix it up, you know, so we are building some strength but also you add some volume to see about um, yeah, it's, it's worth doing, like I find I've had to start doing a bit more volume on my legs, um, because I can't lift as, you know, with my knee as yeah. long like I can't lift as as I would like, mm. so I just increase the volume a bit instead. So, you know, and, but as you say, it does sometimes feel like I do a bit of cardio.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, I do, I do like, one of my favourite things to programme, like and I programme for me and clients, is walking lunges but to time. Loving well, reps do the walking rep. lunges one minute and every week had 15
3: seconds yeah i i get i think i get cussed out because of walking lunges a lot because it's yeah it's that one I day
1: do,
3: do. yeah when i see a comment from a client i'm like this must be leg day and i know which exercise it is
1: <laughs> yeah well it's like uh, when i do bulgaria split squats nine to three so yeah. you do the nine no reps uh take 10 seconds rest, Yeah. do 7 reps, take 10 seconds rest, Agreed. 5 reps, oh. 2 reps, yeah. you only have 10 seconds rest, then you
2: do that
0: twice, yeah. oh my goodness, that's <laughs> awful, that's such and a good it one,
1: yeah,
0: brutal, no, but it's, I yeah, think that's, that, <laughs> that is such a good point, Like You've, it's it's always it's so dependent on the person and you know, especially if you do have injuries or limitations like sometimes you can't go heavy you have to add more volume yeah. and again it'll depend on your equipment like all of us we we have home gyms so we don't have access to a lot of machines so you know you've got to be really careful in how you program like we've just talked about you know lower back loading like you do want to leave space between that you don't want to do like a full-on pull day and then next day is leg day and you're starting that with you know rdls or a a deadlift so you do need to be careful with that and you know if you have limited weights like uh my like favorite techniques would be like a a pre-exhaust you know so or, um, you know, a quarter reps and iso holds and slow eccentrics. Those are perfect if you have limited equipment and they just make, you know, what weights you have feel heavy. And they are a form of progressive overload in themselves. Um, so, like, for, for my favorite, I think, quad superset ever is, like, a pre, pre-exhaust on the leg extension. And then, um, like, a heels elevated goblet squat. So yeah.
1: good. And goes, um, and I okay, love well, and I always, and I don't know if my clients can so I always pre exhaust everything on their day. So, like, my first exercise is nearly always a hamstring curl, mm-hmm. or sort of a hamstring curl of choice. So I often actually, in my programming, won't tell them, like, I give them like chest press, say, of choice. I would use dumbbell, Smith, machine, mm-hmm. Whatever you've got a baby. So, yeah. So if they're traveling, mm-hmm. they don't get confused, they know they can just pick up a set of dumbbells. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so the, uh, the prigs have also got to do leg curls a lot, and then uh, extensions, purely to make sure, one, pre exhaust to be to get too heavy on your ladder, ladder lift. but also to warm the knee joints mm-hmm. up, make sure your joints are nicely mobilised. So higher rep stuff with uh, leg curls, normally you know, 12 to 15 reps. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you work your way up and do those and then same with knee extension, leg extensions uh, but yeah I love spoken so centric stuff Yeah, you know especially for me I'm, you know, I did walking lunges at village market on Thursday because I was at a mini top of Africa training session and literally I had 15 you know I thought those Bulgarian bags or whatever they call called. oh yeah, yeah. yeah so 15 kgs and I just super slow and I'm still feeling it in the now so rather than yeah I didn't need, because there's one thing I've seen with a lot of walking lunges lunges. people try to get too heavy they're really unstable yep. there's no control of the movement mm-hmm. we don't go all the way down so I was going down, pausing at the bottom go back up stepping forward, slow down pause at the bottom because mm. you don't need a lot of weight for that it's, it's hard work yeah. but you know, I'm still feeling it was loose as I speak now, so I mean, we? But it's yeah. also
3: also the issue with the uh, Bulgarian or rear foot elevated split squats. Same thing. Guys go super heavy and do almost like pulsing. It's not a real, that stretch, then, you know, mm-hmm. pushing off. Why would your... you just hold one dumbbell
1: or a kettlebell? Yeah. Hold on to something with the other hand yeah. to stabilize. So they're not wobbling
3: and then they say they can get a full range of motion. Yeah, do a nice even if it's a second or two pause, push off the it's, it's very yeah. you see very pulsy movement and it, you can't pulse, but I guess pulse is you know, like at the and end of your loop. Yeah,
1: be done, partial
3: just to get I guess extra intensity, failure, whatever, but
0: We're doing yeah. doing like a phase, like a block like Five weeks, six weeks, whatever your sort of block is of, you know, eccentrics can be so beneficial. Like Mm -hmm. you, then you go back to your normal tempo, whatever it is, and you will see some serious strength gains. Like we did, it was in 2020, we were doing four to six eccentric, four to six second eccentrics on on, uh, Bulgarian split squats. And yeah, it has such great carryover. And the same with like quarter reps, like you can you can have a like a block of those so you generally do the extra quarter rep where the movement is harder so if you're mm. doing a chest press that quarter rep will be at the bottom if it's a goblet squat at the bottom yeah. if it's a lateral raise at the top and yeah, they really. they're they're really great and so but i think like yeah when you're programming them in don't just be like oh yeah i'll just do an extra quarter <laughs> rep today it's like no mm-hmm. have an actual you know program block of them and the same with the eccentrics like like Andy was saying before like sometimes you found the weight that you'll, you you want to use now you can just progress with the so start with four seconds mm. five seconds That's- six seconds and um, they, they yeah they I think everyone should do them because they also they make you yet yeah, choose an appropriate weight that you can control throughout the whole movement. Um, which I think is really good, and often it forces you to focus on your technique more because you're just doing it super slow. So give give those a go. Like again, do it for a good chunk of time. You know, not just like one week. Do it for your whole training block, um, and you will definitely see the, the benefits from that. Excellent.
1: Yeah, I love I love that. You know, is the concentrics is one of my favorite, and I like to use it often leg press for people because what I see is a lot of people load up a leg press. Yeah. Do absolute garbage volume when actually uh, you know when I say let's make you know, let's do it super slowly, so you have to learn the way. Bring it all the way down, pause and back up. Because, you know and also foot positioning, you mm-hmm. know, if we're focusing on the quads, having the lower foot position rather than foot at of the top and you know, you're not getting much yeah.
2: knee
1: flexion. But, um, yeah, these are sort of things, you know, you've got to be aware of. People will, yeah, you know, unless you tell them specifically, you know, people have a habit of doing what feels the easiest to do. Yeah. Because, but self-preservation a little yeah. bit. You know, um, you know, it, people don't really like to themselves in pain. So you actually have to be pretty specific.
3: Yeah, like, with the, uh, actually on, with the point you guys have made, I was just thinking, like, top say top five intensity techniques you've already mentioned i think two of my favorite which is eccentrics and quarter reps but i think i also like uh, rest pause
0: yeah rest pause is
3: great
1: um yeah. pause
3: yeah. yeah pause reps brutal and I like I like drop sets, but mm. I, I I I think well,
0: they're, they're kind of hard to do. Yeah, with, without with, a machine.
3: With, yeah, exactly. So don't know. No,
1: no. it yeah. depends on. And I say this to
3: people: if you have
1: a it's okay. Drop sets. As long as you've got the dumbbells and barbells. Yeah. Because you just what you did is you pre-set up some. Yeah. <laughs> with like bicep work. I pre-set up dumbbells, so reach failure, make a light Yeah. <laughs> You know, so as long as you can prepare, it's easier. this is why I always say to people, we're flexible, as long as the movements are the same, what you're using. If you want to go in the gym, and for things like when you get to weeks eight and nine on a split, uh, uh, what's it called strip set, we're going to just use a chest press machine.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: then it's easy. You can do little two play increments. Exactly.
3: But now I've... uh, Muscle rounds have become a very big favorite. I, I, I mean, yes. Yes. Maybe yeah.
0: just just tell us what those are, and also rest pauses. Tell us what those are.
3: So how I do rest pauses? Uh, because uh, my influence, when it comes to programming, obviously it's JP, uh, Scott Stevenson, and yeah. Defranco. Mm-hmm. So how they do their rest pauses is you do twelve reps and, you know, like push the 12 reps as hard as you can, then you rest 10 to 15 seconds, then go back to the same weight and do it to failure. So you don't even count, you just do it till form breaks. So some people do up to 15 reps. So with the rest pauses, I would say is, take your first set 12 to 15 reps, then rest 10 to 15 seconds. I always tell uh, clients to take the full 15 seconds. Because some of them want 10 seconds, you know, rush into it and then you'll do like two, three reps where you'll break form early. So I prefer taking the 15 seconds rest and then going back and doing it to failure again. So I'd say.
1: Rest pause rest pauses are my favorite. Okay. I use them even if I'm not So if I hit failure, yeah. say I'm doing a rep range of 10 to 12, if I hit failure at 10. Oh, rest,
3: pause, and, get and then mm-hmm.
1: three out. Um, yeah, get like a two-two. I do twenty seconds. So I do ten. Yeah, I do. 10 yeah, minutes, t- yeah. So, mm-hmm. do, you know, so you know, you're counting, you know, big breaths. and You do ten of those, which yeah. is about five seconds. Bang it out. Yeah.
3: yeah, it's the same. With, well, with muscle rounds, I I I, I do five breaths, so but a second rest. So what is a muscle rest. round? So muscle round, uh, how do I explain it? So it's where well muscle rounds are usually between one to two rounds whereby you do how do you say four rounds of six reps or you can do six reps of four rounds whereby say we're doing um push-ups and uh, muscle round is one times four by six it just means you'll do one round of push-ups for four sets with. 10 seconds maximum rest in between or five breaths and each of the set is six reps. And then you just keep doing what you do. Your first set, six reps, rest, 10 seconds or five deep breaths, another six, another six, another six. So the whole point of muscle rounds is to take your 15 rep max and push it to, well, if you do the math, it's about 24 reps. So you're pushing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So where you usually fail at 15, you're just pushing the muscle to, you know, like, the, it's it's like failure, but past failure even. So. Oh,
1: that Yeah, guy. it's like, yeah. because you've got both reps, it means you don't get the same fatigue. Yeah. So, um, I do a class sets, which yeah. is the same as the muscle yeah, answer, yeah, yeah, like a muscle exercise. Yeah, yeah. You know, a four four-by-four. So, you know, you do, so we're doing 16 reps where you would normally only be able to do ten reps 10. of the same weight. So choose a way that you can do ten reps for we're gonna do sixteen, but we're gonna break it down into four four rep blocks yeah. and do four rows. And the idea is you don't get because you start fatiguing at full, but then your 10-second rest. Yeah. And gives you enough uh, energy. Yeah, you, know, you get enough ATP back in just to progress yeah. a little yeah. bit more. So you can do the sixteen instead of ten. Yeah. A little bit beyond where you would have failed.
3: And then Yeah, and then also with the like the muscle rounds we do you're allowed to fail. So you can fail at you know, whatever, second second set, third but after you fail, you're allowed to remove the weight and take it lower and then push the next until you finish all the I always say I always say also
1: like progression, so if I can, if I'm doing like cluster set yeah. and I don't quite reach the, the, the last uh, set of four, yeah, yeah, you know, I will try and progress to that. Yes. So if yes. I'm, blocked, mm-hmm. but I'm doing four, four, four.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah.
3: That's yeah. a good one. And it's usually interesting because you say you program for a client and it's very lightweight and at first they're like, you know, it just See. looks one times four, like... <laughs> then the feedback you get is like man that 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 I, I'm having domes and like it it feels different
1: yeah if you do it it is it's hard yeah. it's, like, it's
0: super hard like it's better if you have machines to do them but you, you know we don't yeah. so like i found they're very effective for glute bridges mm. um i even did the safety bar reverse lunges with them that was cardio that was cardio that was really 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 hard
3: yeah
1: and wow. I know what would be good, and I haven't done
0: it, is doing a muscle round, unilateral lap
1: pull cool down. Mm. Mm, yeah, we. Yeah, we've do, done that. Yeah.
0: That's really good. And and really, see, really good. Yeah.
1: You know, a lot, yeah. And I think. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think with the muscle rounds and cluster sets, the mistake I made, and I think most people make, is first because you've been logging your training and you know, okay, this is what I take fifteen yeah But it's easy, so the mistake <laughs> you do is add weight, yeah, and then you end up, you know, by uh, second set of that uh, that one round, you're like, okay, that was a mistake. So, I'd say always start when it comes to cluster sets and muscle rounds, start lower and then build it up. Even even yeah. if you don't have any failure points at your first, at least you know Just and you yeah. Just progress. Because yeah. I, I did this, that mistake was a, I'd always be like, eh, 15 oh, kilo. No, I'm going to take 25. I've <laughs> well,
1: always you do do it, do, it, um, flies. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you get a really great pump by the end. But, you know, and if I really look back at some of them, the amount I was leaving by the end. You're like, you're moving it from chest to so, yeah, the as much as possible. Yeah.
0: yeah wow. I would go back and the yeah. yeah. But another one that Leon said was the, like, pause reps or iso holds. Oh, yeah, the whole... I have bicep doms today from doing that yesterday. Yeah, I, didn't I did 45 degree bicep curls. So what you do is you do five full reps, then you hold for five seconds at halfway, five, full, so five times, that is really bad. So again, pause reps can be very effective if you've got limited weight or if you just can't lift a heavy weight. Um, so you want to do the pause Sort of at the hardest part of the movement um so you know for a like if you're on the leg press you would hold it at the bottom you know if you're doing yeah bicycle depends what angle you're at but they can be really effective um so with all these techniques i think so many people you know think a good program needs to look super complicated and like have (laughs) all of these techniques and it's it's like no, they each have their time and place. So you don't want to be doing like in one session, rest pause, yeah. drop sets, you know, cluster sets. It's like they have their place. Some are letting you accumulate more volume, you know, like, you know, if you're going to do your cluster sets or, or muscle rounds, you know, even your drop sets, your rest pauses. So, many, so those yeah. would be in more of a, you know, uh, I would say more of a volume phase. You know, if you're doing a strength work, you're not gonna be doing those kind of techniques. You might be doing pause work um, in that. But again, like, don't feel like a a good program has to look very, very complicated. Like sometimes straight sets are awesome. That's what I'm doing right now because I haven't done them for so long. It's like your bog standard, three times eight to 10 But Once you've learned how to push yourself, they're very effective so just wanted to to put that out there
3: yeah and i think also people need to remember different coaches lean towards different techniques yeah to create the same sort of stimulus so it's not that like i'm not a big fan of four straps doesn't mean they're a bad thing but
1: yeah no, me too. I'm
3: yeah so it's you just find maybe i'll like i'll program more rest pauses at a certain phase where andy will program more drop sets clear will do more so it's it's just we we, we won't use all 30 plus <laughs> in in a phase there's,
1: yeah i'll literally only use one intensifier. On, on yeah there's block, yeah. one time yeah, yeah. And then the next block i
3: change you you change yeah so because people assume you know like a program needs to have your chest has a drop set your then you move to your biceps with a rest pause and it is it's, <laughs> and I've, I've done programs like those i've, I've from magazines yeah. where every single exercise had uh, an intensifier that was different and I get it it was to sell the magazines. Yeah. It's now that but, I understand. <laughs> but
1: if it's a way to combine them. So you start with a you do a mess call set. Yeah. And they're like, right, well, when you reach a fire and you read, don't think you can do it anymore. Blurb weight and do as many reps as you can. Do do, do, you yeah. So
3: you can something else. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say when I guess with the influences to my programming, like, cause I, I love like DeFranco, Coach Kasem, JP and yeah. Scott Stevenson, like, and just being able to be, I guess this is a good thing with social media, being able to be exposed by, uh, to such smart people, you realize it. Yes, it takes a science, but it's simpler and doesn't need to be, because I look at the programs I did back then and it was, you know, one rest pause into a drop set, into a <laughs> failure set. Then you still have three exercises of the same muscle. You've just done that. So you, yeah, you, you learn the, as you I go along. The there's the core principles. I mean, it
1: doesn't matter what style of training you use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's core principles. You know, they're specific to your goal. They are you're progressive and recoverable, you yeah. will be alright. Yeah, if you've got those three things in there, you know, you will progress towards your goal. You know? Yeah. You need to be yeah, you know, your training does need to be progressive, but you also need to be able to recover from everything. Yeah. So, you know, whether you prefer volume or high intensity, lower volume, doesn't really make a great deal of difference as long as it follows that, you know, do what you like doing is you know, small margins. Um yeah, there's some science behind different things, but like, you know, failure is failure. As close as you can get to failure, and can better. Whether you do that with high volume or high weight, yeah, doesn't make a, a great deal of difference. But you know, goal is quite important. I've seen this a lot with female competitors who get programs from someone who's just giving them a program. I mean, yeah, you'll see it with the like loads of chest exercises where. Like a female bikini athlete doesn't need a lot of chess. Mm-hmm. A, you know, you know, you, so you know, you're better off swapping out for more delt focused yeah. Yeah. pushing work. And you know, so you know, it's remembering what your goal is. And if it it's, you know, in a bodybuilding world, you're certain uh, athletics, you know, make sure your plans are around what needs to be brought up, what you're looking to improve, you know, image, most general population, as we're saying, is a bit of everything. Mm. That's why whole body training sessions work so well. And, you know, I always look at whole body training sessions like push, pull legs, mm. and rotate it around. So, you know, one day would be, you start with pushing exercises, single pulling exercises, legs, next time it would be pull, legs, push. So, it's like doing, um, you know, but condensed down into different days. Yeah. But you're doing all the exercises, you know, just spread out across the week or a day. And there's nothing wrong with full body work, it's great.
2: Yeah.
1: People often think they're too advanced for full body work, when actually you can be super advanced and benefit from, from full body sessions.
3: Yeah, and I think also good form good form is also very key oh yeah I, good form is yeah. yeah range of motion
1: good form should be yeah. standard standardized yeah as, much as possible
3: yeah because it's, it's well sometimes social media just drives me crazy because you go and see guys doing heavy work and it's like half reps and it's like i'm um, uh, towards hypertrophy training but bouncing the weight off the chest and, yeah you know I so,
1: hate that like guys in <laughs> you know hack squats or squats where they're just flying through <laughs> it just bouncing. Yeah. Like,
0: they, they would benefit from some slow eccentrics oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what I to say I think
1: everyone does especially this year to work four. Yeah. four yeah, if you can get a full
3: range
2: of
1: motion with slow eccentric, you have that
3: yeah. Yeah, it yep, you will know, yep, yep.
1: <laughs> you know, work.
0: Yeah. And then and then just to remember that you have to recover from whatever you do. More is not better and oh, it, yeah. it it it's it's just so key. Like if you can't recover from four sessions, don't do five.
3: <laughs> don't
1: go don't adding do not do You know? You're yeah. not gonna see
3: benefits.
1: Yeah. Here yeah, you are. One things like if your digestion is off, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, your sleep is off, yeah, you, know, you just feel a bit lethargic or a bit down. These could all be indicators that you've just got you know too much fatigue, yeah. and you need to just you know, take more rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: like uh, before before this, I took a one month break. First, yeah. I think it's the longest I've taken in a long one, and. Uh, as if it was maybe three, four five years ago, I'd, I'd, I'd be I'd be in my head telling myself things, but it felt nice because I, I know I pushed the training because uh, I was doing the push-pull legs, the JP one before fortitude and, and I know I pushed. So when I was doing the one month break, it was a different mindset from me years back where I'd be in my head like I'm getting yeah. smaller, I'm, oh, I'll come yeah. back not strong. This is
1: and even people go over and take a week break, and I'm always, like, on holiday, do as much training or as little training as you want. You're not going to, as long as you don't be mental with your food, oh, it yeah. takes a lot to even put on a pound of body, true mm-hmm. body fat. Your weight will go up, go down, won't make one difference. All right, so enjoy yourself, keep active. If yeah. you keep active, that's all, yeah, your muscles maintain relatively easily you're not going to shrink from missing a week or even two weeks of training. Because, yeah, nope. you know, as long as you're active, mm. like, the only time you'll see muscle wastage in quick time is if someone's in a coma. <laughs> yeah. Because they're literally just laying there, we've got, like, no twitches or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? So, unless you're in a coma, you, you'll be fine. Just yeah.
0: yeah.
1: be active,
0: you know? You it's, sometimes come. I
2: mean...
0: Yeah, it's like strength will go, but that comes back quickly. Yeah. You know, within like a week or two. And, you know, sometimes you even come back stronger.
3: Yeah, my, like my, my hamstrings yeah, are not happy with me now. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying, but...
0: But people were shocked when you like were saying, I'm taking a month off. And oh, I think Amanda. it was such... you were, Because, you know, a lot of people look up to you. I think that was such a good example. Like, you yeah, know, even yeah. when I say I'm taking a week off, people are like, oh my gosh. I'm like, "Yeah, you need to. You need to.
3: Yeah, they were...
1: You half the time
3: yeah the dms are concerning like are you okay <laughs> like is everything you know like <laughs> i'm like yeah i'm it's just a break but well,
0: um, also mentally as well you were oh a bit yeah
3: i was uh, i was bored, bored yeah yeah i was
1: the process every so often you've been doing it for so long yeah yeah,
3: yeah well, i was that, at the point where
0: especially at the home gym as well because you
3: because you have less choice because Claire would go training and then she's like, Why don't you go training? Like, Wallace, or but I'm like, It just didn't appeal to me. That's when I knew, okay, Time. um, if if I'm if I'm not even motivated to like go train with others, it, I know it's uh something's off, so it, it was like I, I needed to because I'd wake up and be like, Should I train? Like, so many questions, did I train? It's like, meh i'll train tomorrow (laughs) so it it was a big sign where like it was serious accumulated fatigue and a week a a week just wasn't going to cut it yeah so i I took the long one and Mm. and it it did good and i think many people are scared to do that Mm -hmm. especially you find guys who've been training six days a week and they feel like oh even that one day rest the muscle is is going to disappear so if you can't take one day rest, I mean, how how are you going to recover? No,
0: mm, you can't be training hard enough.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly.
1: When people take no rest, mm. are training hard enough? Yeah. True. And they're probably, or oh, by just building, building to a uh, big collapse. Yeah. Or injury. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. I mean, whatever collapses be it an injury, yeah. mental health collapse. or, yeah. You know, physical collapse. You yeah, know, you will. Yeah, you're doing so much
0: fatigue you can take. Yeah. truly yeah. is. So it's, it's a big mindset thing. So, well, I think we end there. I, I liked how you summed it up, Andy. Like, you know, have a specific goal. You know, make sure that you can recover from it. Progressive overload. What else?
1: Form and range of motion. Keep your form, form and range yeah. of
0: motion. Form and range of motion. Yeah. So those, yeah, hopefully you'll, you'll benefit from, from our, our thoughts on this. And yeah, if you ever have any questions on programming, we all love it. It can, programming is something that, you know, it can be easy. I mean, if you keep the core principles, you know, it can look basic, but if you're programming over time, it can be a bit complicated and, um, yeah, it is an art and you just get better at it. Um, yeah. 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 Any closing thoughts? I, nah
3: guess uh get just yes, when it comes to programming get out of the mindset of the bro split and uh <laughs> y- you'll realize there's a lot more you can learn that's out there that'll improve your programming skills yeah, so, yeah.
0: all right well we'll see everyone in episode 10